Hi, I'm Christian. Hi, I'm Jim. Hi, I'm Dan. And this is the Football Musketeers. Hi guys, how are you? Welcome back for another week. How are we doing? Good. Peace of the week, recording day. <laughs> Very excited. Good, yeah. I think this is going to be a good one actually. I'm excited for this. Some good topics. Yeah. Potentially get, potentially get a little bit heated. Yeah? You reckon? I agree, yeah. Probably end up agreeing with me. I <laughs> got <laughs> No. Well, let's see anyway. Right, guys, so one of the big talking points at the moment in football is the dreaded VAR. Um, dreaded. Let's just get that one out. Dreaded, in my opinion, yeah, caveat that. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's reared its ugly head again. It's all over the news. Uh, so, what, what do we think of it? It hasn't been out of the news. Well, it hasn't been out of the news, no, but it's back big time in the news now, isn't it? What's everyone's thoughts about how it's performed so far and what you think of it in general? Overall, I agree with the concept as in what it's trying to do. But I just think there's so, it's so blurred and it should be, it's got to be clear and obvious and all the rest of it. But it's taking so much more away from the game than it's giving at the moment. As in, the time, the time it's taken, the disconnect of the fans, potentially in the, sometimes in the stadium, you're getting celebrations twice. And the fans are going crazy. Then they wait for the result, and then they go crazy again. It's kind of like it's that, du- it's duplicated, and that's that's nonsense to me. That the the, the free flowing, the, the excitement, the, the passion of the game. You can't you can't celebrate a goal twice. I'm, that's completely. I can't do. I completely agree with that. I can't. I could not imagine there sitting in the stands, and you scoring the ninetieth minute. And obviously you're going to go absolutely crazy. Then you've got to wait two, three minutes. And then you go you've got to, and then you're going to go, it's not going to be the same level of jubilation. Yeah. No. That it comes up, go. Well, no, well, none of us have, we've obviously watched football <coughs> on telly and VAR's been there. But I don't think any of us have actually been at a game when no. VAR's in effect. No, I haven't. No. But I, I, from what I can take of it. You haven't, thanks. Lower league. <laughs> I said I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just clarify. I definitely haven't. Get back in your box, eh? Um, <laughs> but with with the the <laughs> with the VAR in its current form, and the fact that not all grounds have screens, I think the only way you can you like at the moment, if you're at home, I think you're better equipped to deal with it because you actually have a sense of what's going on. I can't imagine what it's like being in that stadium not knowing. I'd happily go back to the talking point. You're in the pub afterwards and there was a dubious decision and the goal shouldn't have stood or should have been offside. I'd go back to them days. The way it's working now, I'd go back to that and uh, and with me, the most connect I get is through England when Lampard's goal wasn't allowed. That's different. That's not VAR. No, no, but that that wouldn't have happened, would it? Goal line technology... Yeah. It would have it would have been a goal and it would have been a different act. That's what I'm saying. But that you've got the connection to a football club, so have you. Yeah. Mine's through England. And yeah. Something happens, and you know we're all distraught because there's a dodgy decision and whatever else. The, the, my personal view, the way VAR is now, I'd happily go back to that and take the sulking and the disappointment over what's happening currently to the game. Now, and it's a bad we, Massive, come on. 
This VAR. Oh, I'm, I'm, VAR I'm with Jim at the moment. You, 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 watch the, you watch the debate. Yeah. This is a Sunday supplement. You, anything. VAR is a talking point on all of it. Every day you have ref watch on Sky Sports News. They, every single time, they are talking about a decision over the weekend that should or shouldn't have stood because the rules aren't clear about what offside is. Wenger's now come out with a different thing. Should they discuss it at this month's FIFA board? See, I thought all this and that is so blurred, it's not ready. And my biggest problem with the whole structure of it, the ref, the first step should be, it should just be solely on the ref. There should be a pitch side monitor. If he thinks it's clear and obvious foul or something that he wants to check, he can go to the pitch side and do it. Yeah. It shouldn't be going to a central place, someone that's taken away, they're out of the atmosphere, they can play it back 30, 40 times, and then they can put someone offside. The Wolves one is the one for me. So baffled. Short corner, he plays it backwards. He's playing it, it's not even a forward pass. But, I haven't seen that. I but his heel is because he's heel. Yeah. And then, but the goal comes, there's three more steps to that goal going in. So he's played the ball back, he crosses it, whoever was at the back post had to win their header, and then who scored had to win his header, and then he had to beat the keeper. And it's all because of a fraction of millimetres offside. Now, yeah. it's not that was a clear through ball, and he was offside, and he through ball, bang, it's in. He had to cross it, the cross had to be good, the header at the back post had to be spot on, he had to win his header and beat the keeper. Yeah, it wasn't a it That's, wasn't. Well, then yeah, passive plays have carried on. Mm-hmm. They've all celebrated, gone crazy, and then it's gone back. It's gone to VAR, two minutes or whatever it was, and they come out and they said, have a look, bringing all the dotted lines across the screen. It's football what football, a disconnect. Yeah, it's, it's gone, it's crazy. It's gone so far away from... So you, you, you Dan, not, you, you're I'm the not, opposite. I'm not, I'm not pro VAR, but it does... It gets the, it's the right decisions. But then the tackles and the fouls, but it, that's it, all down yeah. to an opinion. Offside no. is a clear... Offside is clear. We all know what the offside is. Yeah, you say it's clear, but it's not clear, is it? So if it's clear, it's clear. So, no, so if, if it's clear, if your heel is offside, you are offside. Yeah, yeah but I agree with that. On, one, on, one really valid question. <laughs> if that's the case, it's that black and white, get rid of Linos. I'm surprised they haven't. Just use the, just use the computer they, then. Yeah, but it hasn't... Either they are or they aren't. Yeah, yeah. so... I'm don't need, I'm don't need their opinion. I'm surprised they didn't because they had to, weren't the Linos told, don't raise your flag if you're not sure. Yeah. But they're still doing it. I don't it's just, that, this, there's another point that's a contra- it's not it, right it contradicts itself in its current state it's not right and to counter your point about offside is offside granted but in the state the technology is in I'm not sure if it's still the case but I know when it was first brought in the technology they were using the frames per second wasn't accurate enough to detect when a ball had accurately been played I don't get that how on earth can you not see that I, yeah, I don't know but the, the, the disconnect between Playing the ball and the player moving, I think it was up to like 10 millimetres at one point. So you, you say, oh, it's clear and obvious, but with that Wolves one, it probably was less than 10 millimetres that his heel was offside. I don't see how that... Offside though, nonetheless. Yeah, but do you really want to be going... Do you want to be killing football off by a heel being offside? Yeah, but, but is that not what it's there for? To get the right, that is the right decision. And on the flip side, I can't argue yeah. with you because that is the sole point of it to, to bring in correct decisions into the game. So is the rule wrong? Does the rule need changing? But it's not to. the offside ball on it. So what about, I pitched it before, only to you two, but you have the captains that have that, they have one challenge a game. Mm. 
I've read, actually, you said that. I've said this so many Italy times. Italy are looking at trialling exactly that. that is Syria. That There's no VAR unless the opposition or yourself. Yeah. So you do one challenge and that's it. It's done for the game. Or do you keep it if you, it's correct? If it's correct, you yeah. keep it. A bit like cricket. A bit like cricket, yeah. You retain you the review. Way? I think that... Because I, I don't want to be getting the, 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 the speed of a review needs to be pretty much bang on that's another point of they need control. to time limit it to 30 seconds I think if you can't yeah. decide if it's a decision is incorrect the, yeah. then it's not clear enough they were watching um, Man City last night mm-hmm. and they were talking about it and it was half time they went into the 46th minute and during the first half there was four different incidents and I think there was two reviews yeah. now the commentators were discussing the two reviews alone were longer than a minute as well as the two stoppages so that exact time is not getting added on. No. Because they st- the play stopped on the 46th minute, which yeah. is half that. Yeah. So they got a minute added time. Both, both <laughs> the ARs took longer than that. And you know already, we've discussed before, about how long the ball was actually in play anyway. So you're looking at a 45-minute half. Potentially, you're only getting about probably about 35 minutes of actual football where the ball's out of play. And then you're cutting another... Minute, yeah, yeah you're knocking, <laughs> knocking even more off of it. Take my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Half hour match, lovely. But um, yeah, I mean, we, I've, we've seen the Wenger proposal in terms of he wants to change it the opposite way. He wants to say if any part of your body is onside, then it should be kept onside. Then if you saw the example of Harry Kane. What, so you could... You so could be like your, your whole body, but... Your, your foot could be your little finger, could be... Anything well, you can score with, so it could be your, it could be your hill, could be it, the opposite. Know, anything you can score, it could be anything. Well, leg- <laughs> legally. <laughs> that's horrible. That's yeah, that's, but that's, that's, that's what he's looking at, and I just, I just think you're just moving the problem because at the moment the problem is. I quite like the daylight rule. I like the daylight rule. Explain that to me. So there's got to be clear daylight between the defender and the lo- and the attacker, the last defender and the attacker going for a goal. Yeah. So, so there's got to be a gap. You've got to be able to see between the two players. Person, that's not like your arms, no, no. Like your body, body to. It's got to be. It's got to be daylight. My body has got to be in front of yours. Flailing arms and all that, or or a leg stuck out the back. Cut all those off. Just like, basically, not like your torso. Or yeah. So we're talking about that. Yeah, but... like Aguero after it's Maguire. Maguire's massive. Aguero's Maguire's not... head's as big as Aguero's <laughs> chest. <laughs> there's, yeah. not, there's nothing wrong with a big head. Okay. <laughs> You're on a podcast, mate, no one can say. Well, <laughs> just that's very true. That's why I'm on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway. that, that is an alternative, I think. Did, did anyone, I mean, what, it's right back in the group chat, but the Chelsea game, you obviously think it should have been too old. Oh, well, well, yeah, let's not say that in public, but yeah, Giroud one, I was pulling your leg a little bit with that, but I do agree with the... the Fred did not push it. I, I can't see how you can say that Fred didn't push him. He quite clearly impeded on Brandon Williams. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, the amount of contact that Aspilicueta gave to Williams was the same or less than what Fred impacted no, on. because Brandon Williams was standing still. You can't say that was a clear and obvious effort, well, error by can. the referee, though. What you can say is, though, is Maguire kicking out. Yes. That was a clear and obvious error. Very. If you, and I think that's another thing, the disparity between the decisions. That like wasn't reviewed. The consistency. Is it? No, you're right. You've introduced this guy. Yeah. This massive talking point, but Maguire can still kick him like that. And yeah, but the ref didn't review it. Yeah, but is that it not a bigger problem? Like, why would you no, but that? you can review things. But if, if there's all these well, extra yeah, cameras... Yeah, and that's all down to the ref. That's... But if he didn't see it, 
VAR, I suppose, to step in. If, if it's a red card. As, if it's going to be as prim and proper as it, so we're going to get offsides bang on. Mm. You can't have people doing kung fu. Look, uh, <laughs> look, we've said this though, but offside is a clear and obvious. What it is, it is. Ish. Yes. Wait, yes. Can, offside, can, offside. Can, can I just say, foul are you going to say Maguire's kick was not clear and obvious foul? That's an opinion. Is that what you were about to say? Well, I haven't actually seen it. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, in his interview, he said he was extending his leg. That was leg. me out of his podcast, then. I was really gone. <laughs> he was half out your seat. <laughs> I haven't seen the incident. I missed it. It's but. basically the same as Sons. P- pretty much a carbon copy of Sons for Tottenham Son when he got sent off. off. Same sort of character. Both said they're Have both. a look at it, but clear and obvious. It's, it's yeah, and he should have been sent off. There should be ten men, so that all the other things happen. Ten versus eleven. It's a completely different game. Different well, game. Yeah. yeah. The fact there's no transparency about the VAR rule. Who can use it? Yeah. Does the ref go to them? Does the because VAR go to the ref. Because VAR can go one day where you have an app, and if enough people watching a game press the button, the VAR <laughs> kicks in. It's a viewer's game, isn't it? Oh <laughs> no! Can you imagine can that? You imagine oh. it. That'd be terrible. Um, there's a there's a stat. Ninety-one percent yep. of correct decisions compared to eighty-two percent for the same time last year. In reality, is that worth trading for such a prolonged wait and confusion? That's being caused for everyone watching the game. How's, uh, how's it confusing? What's that? When a goal goes in, you know that you the AR's going to check it. Yeah, like, but, where's yeah. the confusion? Well, you don't know. It's going to be It's going to be checked. Every goal is checked by yeah. the AR. You don't know if it's stand or not. Yeah. yeah. So it's, every it's, time it's you score a goal, you're never going to yeah, know. You have to wait until the screen says. Yeah. Well, how else are you going to it ta- And sometimes it can take half a minute before it even checks. It, it can say checking goal, but then it takes another little bit to say actually what it's checking for, like how what the infringement... What do you mean, what do I know? No, how, how do you know that? Because we all stated at the start that we haven't actually been to a game. No, but you watch telly and they always show this VAR okay, screen we on when it's coming up. Look at the public, what everybody's discussing. This debate is not the first time that someone's debated this issue. There is a serious issue with yeah. VAR. There clearly I thought we were the first. There's <laughs> a clear time delay between an incident happening and it being confirmed. McManaman go, goes to town on BT Sport every week. Whenever, whenever he's contacting on a game, he's always going on about it. Other sports channels are available, obviously. We've got no affiliation. That's true. At the moment. Um, but yeah, it's it disgusting massively. It's a problem. With the thing with the AI, it's easier to take away a goal than it is to keep it. Hence why you're always going to have more negative impact on it. But going back to that stat, is that stat worth causing the amount of impact that it's having on the game? I would say no. I think 91% is quite good. 91% is good, but I think 80% and 82% last year, I think you, you say 82%, that's still me, one out of five. I but agree with what VAR should be. Yep. It isn't, it is it isn't used in the right way yet to be introduced. It was introduced before. I'd happily see it removed based on its current structure. Mm-hmm. It needs adapting and it needs a lot of work to make it right, irrelevant or whatever percentage it is. Yeah. It's not commercially viable for an audience of paying public and fans. It's My strongest view of it is there shouldn't be the control centre away from... We're not, ready, we're not at that level yet. They're trying to basically make it perfect, Yeah. which is what I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, saying. Yeah. We're yeah. trying to make it... We're not there. You've got to do baby steps. Yeah, give yeah. the ref give the ref the picture on screen if he sees something. Mm-hmm. And it's up to him, which we've always had. It's up to a ref. A ref is in charge of the game. There's the atmosphere. There's the scenario. Is there something? Does he want to go and check? It helps him. 
If not, carry on with the game. Yeah. And you get on with it, and then you've got a talking point afterwards, you have or you haven't, whatever else. And then if there's a clear and obvious error that he's missed, whatever channels they go down, it's reviewed, or the manager makes a, a report, and then the refs, and whatever they do behind the scenes, that still comes into play. Knock this game to a central place on the end. Yeah. Keep the referee in charge of the game. Yeah. He's the one who knows the feel of the game. He's the one who's actually there. He knows what he wants to impact And from him game. running to the side of the pitch and having a look at the TV screen, we'll take the same amount of time as going to the central anyway. Mm-hmm. True. There you go, yeah. solved it. There you go, yeah, done. All that talking. Yeah, could have just got you on the case. We'd have been done in five minutes. But yeah, I don't think it's something that's going to go away, so I know that we'll embrace be talking it. about it again. Embrace it. I'm not going to embrace it, but I'm going to put up with it. Versus Jim. Will Dan Paul level in the series or will Jim extend his lead in the game? How many? Right, another head to head, guys. Tension is building already, I can see. So, Dan, you pulled one back last week. Did? I'm so in good spirits. 2 1 still in the lead, though, Jim. So, Thank you. get another lead back here. Make what it two we, again. What have we got this week, then? Come on. So, I can leave this room, still not losing. Yep. Yeah. The, the worst you can leave is drawing. Just to clarify. Clarified. So this week, the game is how many? So I'm going to give you five players, one at a time. Each of you, uh, both of you, not each of you, both of you are going to guess how many total goals they've scored in their club careers. So only club goals count, no internationals. The closest guess for each player wins the point. So that's five, we're going to have a winner. Right. This is well, I'm, 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 this uh, isn't easy. It's not this easy. Is free, this is free well. Oh. You can right. just take it out because I want to play the game. <laughs> no, no, let's play, let's play. That's the case. Right, your first player is Tim Cahill. And we're looking for club career goals. Right. Jim, you want to lead us? Jim, you, you go first. 53. 53, how many gone for? 95. He's got 51 forever. 150. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> yeah. So that's done for the first one. Right, so the next player we've got is Teddy Sheringham. How many club career goals did big old Teddy score? Played for a lot of clubs. I'm going to go to you, Dan, first. How many have you put? 134. 162. You're both miles off. Oh, okay. But Jim is closer. It's 288 goals. Club career oh. goals. One Don't try and see you. Jesus. Cool, that's fine. The spanner in the works. Hasn't right. it? Next player, David Beckham. That's the oh, man. It is. It's not easy. Forgot as well. Sure. I don't know. I kind of guess. It's hard. Go on, Jim. You lead the way. <laughs> 109. 75. Just Jim. 97. Did you know, last minute, I changed it from 125 to 109. Oh, it's a good change, that. Good change. All right, Jimmy, 2-1 up. This to clinch it. Mr. Robbie Fowler. How wow. many club goals did Robbie Fowler score? The concentration levels are immense. That's ridiculous. 
You're not really current players, blimey. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. Yeah, neither do I. What have you gone for, Dan? I've gone 210. 250. 186. Come, 2 all. Come on. Right, this one is a curveball and a half. So, it's not a current player, Dan, unfortunately. Gone for Stuart Pearce. <laughs> Stuart Pierce. Can't envision him scoring a lot. We shall see. I'll tell you in a minute. Oh, How many you gone for? Well over cookies. Go on, mate. No. I'll let you go. Fifty-three. Okay. How many? Well, I want to cook mine. Thirteen. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to... Because you're not going to believe me. I'm just going to load it up here. He's a left back, isn't he? He's a left penalties, back. Penalties, free kicks. How many goals did he score? 82. He's got 63 for Forrest. Are you serious? Yeah. And that's a curveball, that. So, uh, it's, a well, curve ball. it's a curveball. Curveball that's landed. Right <laughs> yeah. It's landed on Jim's lap, which means 3-2 in the game. Good game. Very, Very misleading. Good game. Very like. misleading. I'm sorry, but... Wouldn't it? The ones I've got wrong. This is left well out. Tim Cale would never have got that high. He, Goal he, machine. He was, I know he scored 50 for it. And Robbie, Robbie Fowler, after the Sheringham, I was adamant <laughs> that he scored so many more. Than he yeah. Did. Sheringham was a curveball as well. It was a big, big... I know he scored a lot of goals. But, but, but yeah. I thought Robbie Fowler scored a lot of goals. Well, I'm not saying... Well, I'm under 86, yeah. I've got smacked. I'm sorry, to be honest. Well, you're 3-1 down now, so your lead is extended to two again, Jim. So, so what game are we now? Basically, I could jack it in till March, couldn't I? I'd still not be losing. <laughs> Handshake on three. No, we did. Oh, did you? I missed yeah, it. I was yeah, too busy writing no, scores. Do it again. No. Okay, I've got a topic for us this week. Oh, current and relevant. Manchester City. Just yeah. been banned. What two years out of the Champions League? based on the financial fair play. How do we feel on that scenario? Is it going to be upheld? I know we don't know enough about what it is that they've done, but where, do, where does this leave them? Are the players going to stay? I know Guardiola said the other day, even if we're in League 2, I'm staying. Stone it's a time, said to, that it's, as well, it's a time to stick around and all that. But you know, you're, you're a player, 28, 29, Aguero you, is a perfect example. He ain't going to go out two, two years in League 2. No. He wouldn't do two years without... I think he wouldn't even do two years in Premiership without Champions League. A lot of them players move there to win the Champions League with Pep. Pep moved there to win the Champions League. I know other other clubs done it, like Juventus got put down and Rangers and all that. I can't see the likes of Kevin De Bruyne and that. <laughs> imagine him, going to imagine league. him at Carlisle away. <laughs> what? But... I, do you, could you imagine that type of player? I know how good they are. I'm not saying not how good. The type of pitch they play, the type of football they have to play, they get kicked lumps out of. Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I don't think the Premier League. Oh, it'd be fascinating to watch. Oh, it'd be brilliant to watch them go through oh. through the leagues, or would they straight up? Oh well, yeah, depends who they kept. It'd be like fantasy football, wouldn't it? Do you, yeah. not think, do you not think it'd be unfair if, if they get put down to League Two? Yeah. Do you not think it would be unfair on everyone in League Two when they? They're inevitably going to get promoted. But all the other Even teams will benefit. When all the other teams not benefit from the <coughs> game receipts. What for? What for two games? Yeah, but they've still. Yeah, they all get. It's all the. But they're only still going to get a set allocation for the Etihad, 
and their grounds aren't big enough. Well, I know oh, yeah, they... City fans, so it's all called like the empty had and that, but yeah. their grounds, the League 2 grounds, aren't big enough to yeah, like, no, no. bring in all the gate receipts. If it's, it's the punishment, it's, they've got to get on with it. It's taken yeah. away a position for someone like Forrest Grip, who had never been in League 1, to get promoted. It's taken away that chance for that lower league team. How else do you punish them then? They've brought this rule in, they've got to punish them somehow. Yeah, but no, no, this UEFA has done it. They've yeah, the Premier League haven't done anything yet, and I don't think. They won't. I, I don't think the Premier League is strong enough to do, even do it. No. I think they should. I think if, if it's a genuine thing, I think the, why? at why, the moment. Why should they? What they should do, they should start with points deduction. So Premier League and the EFL are two different bodies. Yeah, but the, I, the EFL's got nothing to do with Man City. And I don't think the EFL will turn them down. Can you imagine if the Premier League go, we're going to we're gonna punish Man City, we're going to relegate them to a championship, are you okay if adding an additional promotion place for the one year to the championship to even the teams up? So what that, that's what they have to do. It's the same what they're doing with Berry. With Berry leaving the league, they've altered how many teams get relegated. If, I, if, I, if Charlton were in League 2 and Man City were in there, I'd be fuming. Absolutely fuming. I mean, I don't think I they're going to go into it too. I can't believe we've come back to if Charlton. Gets no, it in every time. No, it's, it's disgraceful. Oh, I've got to try. Might get some people in the valley. Might get some people in the valley. We sold it out in the weekend. 27,000. Well done. Digressing. Yeah, massively. I'd be, I would be fuming if they come into League 2. What, what would your punishment be then? You, Points deduction. They, yeah, in the Premier League. At the start League. of next year? Yeah, the pre- in the Premier League, yeah. How many points? Well, I don't know how much. What they, well, how Bolton, much Bolton, over Bolton was minus 15, I think. So would <coughs> I you don't say know how minus? much they've done over. I think it was battles, 25 million over, from what I've seen. Because someone's comparing it to the fact they sold, uh, they signed Wilfred Bonney. The signing of Wilfred Bonney tipped them over the edge for financial fair play. There's other, obviously other elements in that with wages and signing fees and everything like that. So do you like think that. it's fair if they get put down to League 2? I don't think League 2... I can I, I get what you mean, yeah. I don't even think it's... it's, it's, a, Someone it's that's never been to League 2. It's one. not going to happen. League 2 is not going to happen. I don't even think they get relegated to the Championship. I think they should because I... I'll tell you why. Because if you're going to have that... If, if they are found guilty, obviously UEFA are being investigated if it was a correct <coughs> trial and everything was done properly... If the Premier League look into it and say, you know what, UEFA are correct, they should be punished, I think you can't look at the way that Juventus were treated and Rangers were treated and not and apply a different punishment. Two the different Prem- leagues. Two way. different leagues, yeah, different bodies. Different countries. Different countries, but I think if you football's one game, so why should one team in England be treated as sort of the rules don't apply to them in that sense? They're going to be. I think if they are punished, they should be punished. You say points deduction. I think if you get the right amount, it can't just be an arbitrary figure like minus six points this year because it doesn't. It won't have any effect on them. At this stage, yep. are we focusing more on what the punishment could potentially be? When at the moment, is it going to be upheld? They're going to go through a massive appeals process. True. Yeah. Is there going to be a punishment at the end of it? Because imagine they're found not guilty. And we're talking about relegating and, them. And, and all the rest of it. Is it going to be upheld? Are the players, if, if so, and through this whole period of time, because it's not going to be a five-minute job, it's going to go through all the various different courts, it's going to be a dragged-out, drawn-out process. We all know that. Mm. There's a time of uncertainty. I know Pep come out this week and said, even if they do get demoted or anything, he's sticking around and so sterling. But 
genuinely, can we see these big boys missing out on Champions League for two years? How, how will it happen? If they win the league for the next two years, what happens? Does it go to second to fifth? Yeah, they would fifth, yeah. We looked at that the other night. Yeah. So They'd win the title, team. but then they wouldn't get any reward. Euro when the, when the headline come out, we checked. At that point, the place went to fifth. Sheffield United were in for it. But then you've got the League Cup. We checked the League Cup as well. Villa, City in the final. Villa have to win that still to get a European place. So they, because City automatically get one, they don't get one as the losing no. finalist. So they have to win with that. And because City, with City, the two-year ban, I, they're appealing that. They've, they've said they've appealed it to the court of our... I can't say the word, but yeah, that one. And they're looking into the appeal now, but they said the other day that it could take months for them to actually see it. So there's a there's a bit of uncertainty as if the, the case is actually going to be seen before the end of the season. So I think that impacts the league massively because if you don't... Say you are Sheffield United and you finish in fifth, do you prepare for Euro, Europe football and you bring in some extra bodies? Because if Sheffield United are in, get into... Champions League potentially, they're going to have to invest. <laughs> Billy Sharp at the side. Billy Sharp up front. Oh, but yeah, but how do you prepare if you don't know? So I think they need to take some responsibility and set a set some timelines out as well and say when this is going to be sorted by. So look at it from a different point of view. Sort of going back to last week's episode of the transition period. Could they use that two years? Sort to out? rebuild. I don't know if rebuild's the right word, but... Yeah, they don't need a rebuild. It's no secret that they're defensive issues. Massive issues. Yeah. Yeah, I think they've got big issues at the centre-half, but then who do you attract if you don't have that Champions League football? Let's face it, it's a guarantee that they're going to... It's a guarantee they're going to get Champions League for the next four years. Like, in the position... Position Position-wise, yeah. So I don't think... I can't even guarantee of that. Look, taking back to Jim's point about if it, the ban would be upheld. That's an opinion, yeah. It's a fact. It's an opinion. It's a fact that that was an opinion. Um, going back to Jim's point about the Champions League and if it's going to be held for two years, I think maximum they're going to be banned for a year and I'm not sure it'll be next year. I think the process will be drawn out too much to say that the ban will come in next year. I think it'll be the year after, and I can't see it being two years. I've got another question. Okay. Whilst all this is going on, they're going to be banned for the next two years. Does this whole process not make a mockery of what is the prestige of the Champions League? Because they can still win it this year. Yep. Even though they're being investigated. So the current winners, the current champions, aren't allowed in it for the next two years. That'd probably be the first time ever that if they win it, it'd be the defending champions not even in it. And they're coming out and they're saying, I know they're not proven, it's no. proved it and all that. Saying, but this is, the, the ban is two years of no Champions League. Well, if they've done something wrong, they've done something wrong now. They're still in the Champions League. <coughs> Yeah, so if they genuinely believe that they've done something wrong, should they be sus- should they be in it now? Well, yeah, I was going to say, should they, they be suspended? Who have they got in the round of sixteen? Who? City. City. I'm not sure. I can have a look. 
So if they've got it, if you're so saying they need to get a buy. Yeah. So say they've done something wrong, they, they've found a trail, they haven't point. applied to the regulations and all the rest of it, they have done something wrong and they've done something, this goes back to 2016, isn't it? That rolling... 2014, I think, maybe. Yeah. they got majority. The rolling. Now... I'd rather see that play. <laughs> yeah, but in the, in, the, in the light of everything that's going on, they're not planning for the next two years, should they be allowed the chance to win it this year? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a very good point because a lot of things, like when you have people that, um, or clubs that have done something that they're accused of doing, they're normally suspended. And you, like if you're being investigated for something, normally you're suspended until you're proven innocent or guilty. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's a minefield, isn't it? That sort of... If you get arrested for shoplifting, you're not allowed in that shop while it's under investigation. Yeah. You've been, you've been potentially banned for the Champions League because you haven't complied with the financial fair play rules, yet at the moment, while we're having a look, while it's all going on... Yeah, crack on. Yeah. <laughs> you no, try your luck. Win it if you want. Yeah. And then what'll happen is, we'll get to May, Where, where's the final this year? Istanbul, I think someone said, I don't know. Not too sure, I'm not massive on Champions League, to be fair. You, you come in, they win it, and there's a nice little picture of UEFA handing over the Champions League <laughs> to the team they've just banned. Front page of the paper, that'd be mockery, nice. Mockery, absolute mockery. How is that? <coughs> yeah, it's totally okay, you're right. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> but what's crackers? But with, with the FFP, oh. I don't get how and how anyone is supposed to push in or break that top four, which we spoke about last. This is why I had the other night. Yeah. Without, to be fair, yeah, that's a really good point. Look at Leicester, right? they won the league when everyone was in that transition period. The following year, and then you got relegated. Gary Neville said the same thing. It's the other night on Monday Night Football, he was talking, he was saying, as an owner, yeah. he was saying, Ad, it's, not, it's not delivered at that level. No. They haven't got those rules. And he said, is it fair that there's a, you're not allowed to, you know, if you've got the opportunity, the yeah. only way that they're going to go up through the leagues, they've got to heavily invest. Yeah. Why and that's what they're doing. Why I mean, they've got, I mean, they got that Wilson and United on loan. Yeah. Oh, James Wilson. Yes. Turned up, debut, two goals. Now, should he be in League Two? No. I saw that and I was like, what is he doing there? But they've. It's like that, Darren Gibson's for a while. But they've pulled some strings, they've haven't they? A bit, but yeah. They've pulled some strings mm. and it benefits them and they've got a good chance, you know. Um, they, were, they were in the semi final last night. I don't know if they won or not. Johnson Pope. Not sure. Don't like that trophy. Um, I don't like a lot of trophies, do you? I don't like a lot of trophies, but I'm never in them. <laughs> FA Cup third round is one for me. I can see the benefit of FFP, but I can also, I'd rather it not be in place. The more I've looked into financial fair play, the more I do now understand the argument that Gary Neville was saying. I don't understand how you, it's a slow, you'd have to build the club so slowly to bring in the extra revenue to then offset the wages that you want to spend on players. It must be a yeah. It must be a nightmare trying to actually grow a club when you've got. I don't understand. Millions to spend on the club. Every, everyone wants to win the Premier League. You're never going to win it unless you spend millions. Yeah, you've got to invest massively. Or you do a Sheffield United and get a team of players, and they're not going to win it. I know. I'm not well, saying that. Personally, but... I think the thing with Sheffield United is Chris Wilder. Yeah, brilliant manager. No managers knows... like him. No. In the Premier League. Yeah. It's the reason why he's so successful. Done. Well, you know, Northampton, 
he was close to coming to us. And then he's gone to Sheffield United, brought him up from League One. It's like, the yeah. way he plays is just, In order no one knows what to do. And Sheffield like, United are a thing, aren't they? Sheffield United are like an anomaly. You don't get it. Like, it's, it's such a big story because their budget compared to everyone else is minuscule. So, a couple of other clubs have done it first season, haven't they? Didn't hold do it the year, that one year they come up. Swansea yeah, when they first come up. Swansea, didn't Wigan have a bit of a... And then look at them all. Bit of like a, Southampton. You get second, second season syndrome, didn't you? So I can't see that happening with Sheffield United. But your financial fair play, it, it is there with the right intentions. Because you look at Villa, we touched on them last week. If they get relegated, that even by selling Greenwich, their books can't... They can't balance. No. Yeah. And I don't think they'll be able to match the ambition. The, the, the clubs that will be cl- climbing for their signings, is, they won't be able to they turn the money down. They've strip it back. They've got to strip the club back, get the salary trimmed right down. Yeah. And then have a go again and try to get up. What financial fair play weren't involved when Wimbledon were about or Bradford. Look at them. Yeah. So yeah, it does protect clubs from doing that sort of thing and a Berry and Bolton so it does it has got its benefits but I think it it's the same as VAR it's implied in the wrong way and it does stop the game from progressing to an extent if you if you have an owner say your new owner at Charlton if he come in and he said oh, I'm going to spend 100 million I'm going to get a brand new squad he wouldn't be able to do it because he can't offset it against the income for the club Matt, so what you do is you just go and Sell the rights of the stadium, but you name your fee, and then it puts yeah. you back in the books. Yeah, just say it's ten million, but actually put it down on the books as sixty. It's fine. Don't worry about it. No one will notice. No one will notice. Yeah, two year ban. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, time will tell with the city argument. I think it's going to be a slow burner. But uh, I can't see them being suspended for a long. Well, they're adamant. They're adamant. They've done nothing wrong. It's in all the all the interviews and everything's come out. Magic yeah. getting strongly done. Magic getting done. Uh, Wilfred Bowling. That's mental. <laughs> oh, no. Great Poor players. Poor bloke. It's all been put on him. Yeah. It's over an X number of period of time. Yeah, he's the one put it over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> he's a free agent now. Yeah. Getting back. Trading with Newport, wasn't he? He was, yeah. He's still there. Mm. He's still looking for a club. Anyway, we digress. Ah. We shall see. We shall see. Right, enjoyed that one. Thanks for listening. Uh, get sharing, any feedback, any topics, anything you want to throw at us or anything, any ideas for any any new me versus Jim. Far away. Thanks for listening. <laughs>